Welcome to the North vs. South podcast, where we discuss gaming, technology, TV and films. In this third episode of James Bond tier listing, we're moving on to the Roger Moore era of films. Okay, so Josh, we're back again with uh, ranking the James Bond series. I've been currently watching the Roger Moore films. I'm up to A View to a Kill. I am halfway through, but I think uh, I remember watching it many years ago. But let's start with um, To Let... What is it? To Live and Let Die? <laughs> to Live and Let Die. To Live, To Die. Um, <laughs> to Live, To Die. Live and Let Die. So this is uh, Roger Moore's first film. So this this is one that where um, it's quite a weird one. Um, I think it starts off with an assassination of a double O agent with that weird funeral slash celebration sort of thing. Some big underground is it dro- flooded the market with heroin something like that quite a silly film really isn't it <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know whether to give it a b or a c i'm kind of leaning towards a c in my right. opinion because coming off from roger moore and then to um so coming off from sean connery to roger moore it's quite different and it's there is a lot of um slapstick humor but not as bad as the other Roger Moore films so I, I don't know I I would probably give this a B because there is slapstick humor and there is the gadgets but they kind of work in a way it's got um, a massive chase scene all through the the bayous with the uh, the boats it's got the um, I, I, I don't know what his name is but it's got the guy with the um, the claw hand yeah that's it. That's the thing. I just felt like when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, they're just doing to Russia from Russia with love." You know, just doing another train sequence where he has to fight someone on a train, and it was like the exact same sort of ending where he just gets thrown out of the train. So yeah, it was good. I the main thing I was actually interested in is um, the main villain. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, he's in um. Is it Mr. Big? Yes, Mr. Big. But I don't know the actual actors. I forgot the actor's name. But he's been in a few films I've watched throughout the years, and uh, he's been in like uh, Alien. He's been in um, the the Running Man and uh, uh, Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. And he's kind of like the underrated actor, and it's quite surprising to see him as the main cast, the main villain in this film. And I was like, I can't believe it's like 1972, and I'm like, I can't believe he's like the main guy in this film. But to be fair, he is in Alien. Like Alien's quite a big film, but other than that, like, I've, like it was all these like small supporting roles. Yeah, I mean, his IMDb, Alien and Live and Let Die, are the only two big things I can see in the known for section. There's Midnight Run from 1988, and then oh, yeah, the I've TV that, show yeah. Yeah. in the 90s. But it's quite funny how he dies. Like it just looks quite silly looking at it today. Um, <laughs> when he just ex- he just combusts like and explodes. Oh, is this? In in James in James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the one? Is is this the film where he um, puts the can of compressed air in it, inside his mouth? Sort of. Yeah, he has. Is that that's that's yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a that is weird, isn't it? He covered, he looks like a balloon when he when he dies. It looks weird. Well, to be fair, like it wasn't it like. It it probably I don't think it would have been like super special effects. It probably would have been here's a a waxwork model of you over a balloon, and we're just going to inflate it till it bursts. So yeah, it was it was yeah ah I'd forgotten that bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, James Bond is really weird. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. I think we're going to be saying that quite a bit in. <laughs> Roger Moore. Yeah, in his tenure, because quite a few of them are weird in weird ways. Yeah, but what do you what do you think? Do you think it's a B or a C or a D or an E or an F? <sighs> there are bits of it that are good. It's one of those films where you like you remember you like. Because my dad, I was like, what do, you, what do you think, like, what was the best Roger Moore film? He's like, Live and Let Die. But then when you're watching it, you're like, eh, is this actually the best one? I'm not really that sure. Like, There's some good bits in it, that's what I think. There's some good bits in it, but that doesn't make it the best one. Yeah. Alright, so what did, what did you say? I said B. B. It's definitely not a D, because it's... Well, the thing is, if if you put it in a B, right? Yeah. It doesn't leave... Well, you don't know what my what my future ones are. Like you don't know what I'm gonna say for the next. No, one. I'm just I'm just looking at what we've got in B and C at the moment, and I'm just like thinking where it goes between them. Like I don't think it's not an S, it's not an A, not for me anyway. Because I know, I mean, I I think I I think I think Live and Let Die is one of those films where a lot of people really love it. I understand why they love it because it's it's like the start of that thing where it's it's more comedic. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just memorable. It's just and they have so the many... um the memorable um chief guy, the police guy. Yes, who's going to come? Who's going to come back later? But out of the two film outages of him, this this version of that character is What's the best? Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, not terrible. Huh? It wasn't great. Really? No, because this version of so we're talking about the man with the, gu- the golden this, gun. What? The deputy, the chief guy. Yeah. What do you mean about golden gun? That's a different. That's a different film. I know, but you're <laughs> saying you're saying. Sorry. So, what are you trying to say? Oh, yes, he appears in the other film. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, ignore it. Yeah. But um, so here we are. So Sheriff J W Pepper. Yes. So in this film, he's better in this film than in that film. That's what I was trying to say. Why? Because in this book, for me, right? Yeah. His character in this film is a klutz, and he's kind of he's not the enemy, but he's working against your character. He's also... He's the sheriff. Yeah, but he's also a white guy in a southern state and they're chasing a load of black guys. So there's obviously... There's that whole stereotype, maybe? I'm, I'm not going to go... I'm not going to go with the whole, oh, is it racist, is it not racist? But, they, but there is that whole kind of... There is an element of that going on. Um, I don't think we're that far removed from all of those situations for mm. that to necessarily be the best thing to have put in a film. He is comedic, but I think the... The scenes that he has in a ma- the man with a golden gun, they work better and they are more comedic. If that makes sense, he's more the butt of the joke in his second outing. Whereas in this film, he's kind of like he's more like um, you see him as an annoying character that just gets yes, in the he's, way. he's more like a stone in your shoe as opposed to something something that's genuinely funny. But then I'm see I'm getting confused because I can't remember without without the without his character being in this film it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked so well in the second film he'd just been some random American but which one was it when he gets in the Dodge with him and he and he goes on the little um does the little stunt in the car that's gonna I think it is this film isn't it no because this is all on the boat all in the boats it that will be in the Man with the Golden Gun. So it's up to you. What do you think? B or C then? I honestly don't mind if it's a C. Yeah. I don't want to fill the Bs up. And there's nothing to say. Once all the films are in, all 26 of them are in, we can finalise it at the end. I would say put it in a C for now. Sure, I agree with that. I, where is it? I can't see it. So the next one, The Man with the Golden Gun, 1974? Yep, 1974. Straight off the bat, D. B. Okay. No, 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 D. D? Yeah. Why? Hated it. You hated it? Absolutely. Absolutely hated it. Why? What did you hate? What did you not like? Because I like the start of the film. Premise is very interesting. It's like there's an assassin that wants to, you know, he 
we don't know anything about him. All we know is he has a, a kills by a, with a golden gun, and he he's marked you, James Bond. And he's like, well, you better go and invest. And then they they rattle on about something else that he was working on this previous assignment about some sort of um, solar technology, and it's just yeah, I, I, for me, it just none of it just worked. It was very boring. You know, there was a lot of a lot of cliche stuff happening that I've seen before in the other Bonds. And one of the prime examples was he's in the street and I think Goldfinger shoots shoots a man. I don't know why, but he shoots he shoots a man and kills him. And this uh, Asian man comes up to him and says, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm the police. I'll take I'll take him because they're investigating. You know what's happening." And he's like, "You're gonna you need to go down to the police station." And he's like, "Well, I'm a Secret Service." And he's like, "You still need to come with us." So he gets in the car and then they go on this really long drive and then as as a viewer you're like thinking oh I bet these guys are not policemen are they they can't be policemen where, where are they going because he's like oh because he says like oh you've, you've missed the police station and then they just keep driving but you know as a viewer what's going to happen they are part of either CIA or even part of the secret British secret service there's no way these guys are like the villains and it just goes on forever and and then he, yeah it, they take him onto a boat and then they're on the boat they're like you know, like the tension is rising there's ten- and you're like there's no tension whatsoever you know what it is and then he gets on the um what's that boat that sank in Hong Kong Queen Elizabeth the the Queen Elizabeth he opt- but then you really know that by the previous film like the Queen Elizabeth is I think I, I think I may have um, when we're talking about that I may have got that film mixed up with this film no they're they're, in, they're... Or, or is it in, or is it in both yeah it's in um uh you only live twice when he dies remember supposedly he dies and they they mummify him and like you said the the divers go and pick him up and then he comes on board and he comes and it's all sideways so you really know like if you've seen the previous films as well you really know that. He's t- perfectly fine, but say if you're just watching this one and you haven't seen You Only Live Twice and you haven't, or you haven't seen it in many years, then you might be thinking, oh, like the director's thinking, like, oh, there's there's some tension there because the music is playing and he's like, and he gets his gun out as well and stuff like that. And you're like, this is just, oh, really just, yeah. So then he, he meets up with Christopher Christopher Lee and then Christopher Lee's plan is, is to do with the solar energy and all this and he's going to destroy the satellite and all, and you're just like they're just connecting all this stuff together that it's the same old James Bond cliche where the Bond villain has to destroy the world where this guy's like before that he was like a most secret person ever never gave his name up to anyone and he only kills for like very few people in an, an amount of years so yeah it just for me it just all fell apart what, what about you? are you watching? <sighs> Oh my god! <laughs> you having a laugh? You are having a laugh? No way! No way! No way! Why not? C. Oh, I know you just said why not, but I really C's. like the film. So I put it. Really? So I put it as a B. Oh my god! Please stop. I really like the film. Why? There's nothing in the film to get excited about. It had intrigue. Nothing. The first, the first, the first Nick-nack twenty minutes. Really good. The first? No, he wasn't. He was. Well, that little guy. Yeah. The little guy just because walked he was around. Like, nah. You know, he he was like he was double bluffing. Um, no, you know, playing it, both sides. That was just a rip off of um, the little guy in Goldfinger. Yeah, gold, uh, what little guy in Goldfinger? Goldfinger's got um, odd job. The hat guy. The, the the guy that throws the hat. Odd job. Yeah, he's a normal sized man. He looked little. <laughs> well, he might be slightly shorter <laughs> no, uh, than you know what I mean. Sean Connery. That kind of character. That kind but of character. But he's probably about my height, which is standard. Come on, man. That kind of character. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, as a little side character, it's like, mm. and he didn't really kill anyone like that. Yeah, it just. No, and then the ending where he gets strapped to a ship. 
<laughs> what was that all about? Like, what's going on? Um, really? Was it a bee? Come on. Was it really a bee? Like, and then they threw all that solar energy at the end together. I thought that was a bright idea. Really? Because they just mentioned it at the start of the film. That he was working on that. And he's like, well, this is all connects to this and that and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, uh, I, no. Why, why, would, why would a guy that's been hidden for like 30 odd years then decide, right, I'm going to take, try and destroy what was his plan? To destroy a satellite or something? No, it was a weapon he was making, wasn't it? It was going to make a weapon, the ultimate weapon. Yeah, I don't think Using he... solar power. I'm not sure he really wanted to um, go against um, the guy who he killed, but he, his hand was kind of forced because the Japanese guy who owned, who originally owned the company, he, he said, oh, can you do X, Y, Z or make sure that something doesn't happen again or something? Because he was unhappy with the fact that Bond had come onto site or something. So Scaramanga, instead of dealing with Bond immediately, he just shot the guy and took over his company. But yeah, for me, it was definitely a D. I was just... The only good thing I could say was like, even the Bond girl, like, she was kind of like ignored. Like, he, I think he... He was trying... I can't remember who the Bond girl was, actually. He takes someone with her. The wife of Goldfinger. Why are you saying Goldfinger? No, sorry. The the wife of... Um, Scaramanga? Scaramanga, the Golden Gun guy, Christopher Lee, actually sent out the hit request for James Bond. It... Are you? Hang on. Can you stop saying actors' names and characters' names in the same sentence? No. <laughs> right. Are you saying Christopher Lee's wife was the Bond girl, or are you saying no, the I'm girl saying... who played Scaramanga's oh, okay. wife? Scaramanga's wife. Let's say Scalamanga's wife then. Right. Scalamanga's wife sent out the hit for James Bond. It was Scalamanga's wife because she didn't want to be part of Scalamanga anymore. She wanted to get away from him and she thought that James Bond could kill him. Okay, that's an interesting plot. Just leave it like that. But then they introduce all this solar energy and he's developing all this power plant that's going to develop this solar like ultimate weapon. There's got to be a reason for... There's got, it's got to be motives for, for things. You that know? was the and motive, though. That a was a reason why they've got money. It should have been like... That That should have been it. Like, oh, James Bond has discovered who I am. He knows my face. I need to kill him now. That should have been the reason. This man has been... Like, no one knows who he is. He's like a ghost, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, the, o- the only thing they knew about the him bullet. was his third nipple. They didn't yeah, the know. nipple and the bullet that they got from him killing the other secrets... I don't even think they knew about the gun, actually. Um, he goes to Money Penny about the uh, bullet, doesn't he? And yes, but what, what I mean is they they know about the bullet, but I don't think they know about his 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 gun, which is obviously yeah yeah that's why he's one shot kill this sort of thing that kind of looks like a, a fountain pen. He's just building it in front of other people who don't really know what he's doing until he's about ready to shoot. So we're going to disagree then. It's the first disagreement. Well, you don't have to compromise. Like if you think it's like for me, it's a D. One one of the worst Roger Moore ones. Are you thinking it's like S? <laughs> no, um, I don't think. I don't think it's an S. That's crazy. I don't think it's an S. An A or a B. Yeah, I'm the one with all the power, so I don't need to compromise. At least the viewers know. The view, if, if you're listening, I think it's a D. Just wait. Don't just skip it. <laughs> you're gonna have to do your own tier list, and we'll have we'll have Tommy's <laughs> no. alt, alternate alternative yeah. tier list in the in the bottom. Well, it's only one film, so let's let's see how we go. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing is, right? I like I I'm struggling to come up with a good reason why I think it's a good film. What well, the thing is, I don't think a B is a good film, but it's not a bad film. You know what I mean? Like, I oh, know it's it's definitely a bad film. It's definitely a bad for me. It's definitely a bad film. So you think it? I I put it in as a B. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. What are you going to do? Drive to the house? <laughs> no. The Spy Who Loved Me. I think that's 977, I think. I enjoyed this film. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the way it was shot. 
as well as the actual film itself with the gadgets and the special effects. This is this is the one where the man lives he literally lives on a like a on a ship, like a spider ship, doesn't he? It's not a ship, it's it's, it's like a base. Yeah. It's an underwater base that rises up. The only criticism I have of the film is it follows the same generic plot where I must blow up the world. I must have people suffer like me because what plot do you want a James Bond film to have? There are there are different plots. There are different there there are yeah. If if they're not going to blow up the world, what assignments does James Bond get assigned to? That the police. There are different ones in this, in even in Roger Moore. It's I. It's either blow up the world or um, Cold War type stuff, which we'll see a bit in. Not quite yet, but we'll see that a bit later. Although, actually, there is a recurring character with Roger Moore's Bond films, which is... Um, yeah, there are. There are a few, actually. The um, It's the, Ru- the that Russian guy. Yeah, he's in it a few um, times. I don't think we've seen him yet, though. Is, is this... It? Yeah, he is, because she's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we are. Yes, because this is the one where they capture the British and, yeah, the sub- they steal the... Su- she, she, she's a Russian. She's a Russian, isn't she? Yeah, they've stolen her two submarines. So this would be his first film, that guy. Um, that guy. I can't remember yeah. who he is. He are- oh, and Jaws is in this one. Yes, yes, as well. Yeah, he's 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 quite good. Yeah, I didn't like this one. Oh, really? Not really. I thought this this is the one where they got the balance right, where they had the special effects, they had the gadgets, they had a nice Bond woman. Right, but you see, like, so like compared to the last film, right? I think the last film had a lot of it had. I think it had a lot of good bits. This one had a few great bits, but then the rest of it are just not not too not too not too well on you know it's got the underwater it's got that the most famous car yes apart from the db5 yes. it's got the um, yeah. underwater esprit you know and it's got some good gags as well you know like when he, when he drives up the beach and he throws a fish doesn't he this is where it start it like the, the humor in bond really starts to kind of like show uh more than john connery's um outing yeah but i don't think it gets as i think yeah well i I think it's still kept to a minimum. I think it all works, my opinion, what I remember of it, watching it. Yeah, like I said, the only issue I have is where it's the same generic, I must destroy. Or he wants to, like, bring the land into water somehow. Or he wants to, yeah, send missiles and, I don't know, it's just, you know, like, uh, it, I, for me, it doesn't really make sense. Like, the guy's living on the base, underwater and stuff. He can go underwater. Why? Why is he unhappy? What's What's his problem? Why is he angry at other people? Doesn't really make too much sense. But before that, I liked the action sequences. I liked the Bond girl. I liked how it was shot as well, especially when they go to Egypt. That looked That looked quite nice. Yes, that's quite. And I think they recreated that in Daniel Craig, one of his films. There was, I think, I don't know if it was No Time to Die or one of the other ones, but there was a very similar sort of feel where there was meetings around the Sphinxes or something like that. But um, so I think that was a homage to this film. But it felt like it was on a journey when they when they did go to Egypt. They were like, cause, and then they were walking in the desert together, and they were like struggling, and they they were trying to find some travel back to the actual uh, like a town to then get out of Egypt. Yeah, and this is the introduction of Jaws, which he's actually good in this film compared to the next film oh i'm just just looking at the plot bond escapes an ambush this is at the beginning of the film bond escapes an ambush by a squad of soviet agents in austria killing one of them 
during a downhill ski chase and evading the others. So you remember we were talking about On Her Majesty's Secret Service and I was talking about how boring those um, ski scenes were, chase scenes were. Um, well, this film's got one. Yes. <laughs> but I think um, they've got the be- they had the benefit of better technology. In fact, um, I don't know if it was this film because I think Roger Moore had two ski chase yeah, so it was this film and another film. So in one of them, they actually managed to pull off a shot that George Lazenby wanted to do, which was the one with um, skiing off the mountain and then the parachute with the um, the Union Jack as the escape thing, which they, they couldn't do back then. I don't know if it was the parachute that, was, that they weren't advanced enough or the filming techniques weren't advanced enough. But That's a great scene. That's always like, that's the most one of the iconic James Bond scenes when he... Because then... It, he jumps off and then it, it kind of pauses for a few seconds and you see him falling and then right when you think oh no and then it's do 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 because the parachute comes up it's a good scene so do you, do you think this is as good as the man with a golden gun I do yeah I think it's a B I think it's one of the better it's probably the second best Roger Moore films I think this film has one of the um, you know the scene where the crew are getting the um uh, they're getting the submarines back. Isn't that a level in GoldenEye N64? Oh, I don't know. I've not played it. I'm... That doesn't sa- that doesn't make sense the way I said that, but I'm pretty sure the James Bond games didn't. Because I remember playing Nightfire, and that had the Goldfinger level where you're in the um, U.S. Treasury, wherever it's, or whatever it's called, the Gold Place. But I'm pretty sure I remember. I I saw that, and I was like, oh, I kind I vaguely remember that from that from one of the games. It was either Nightfire or maybe GoldenEye. They do. They do take um, some of the levels. Wasn't that memorable for you? Then I take it. <laughs> I didn't get okay. far enough, unfortunately, on, on those ones, on those games. Well, I, I never. Do you know? I've I've not played either of those games in terms of story mode. It's just um, you know when you go around and play multiplayer or something. Oh, okay. Oh, that that yeah, that probably makes more sense. Like in terms of. Uh... Yeah, because obviously that neither of those maps would fit in the story. But yeah, in terms of like the the uh, the multiplayer, I think they were just there as levels to to play in. Okay, right. So Moonraker next. Yes, that's nineteen seventy. Which one is it? You don't have to guess. You could just look at the screen. Seventy nine. Oh, can you can you not see? I can't see Wikipedia. Oh, you can't see Wikipedia. Sorry, but I don't mind guessing. I think it's nineteen seventy nine. I've had this open the entire time. I thought you could see it. Oh, I was right. Nineteen seventy nine. <laughs> I, I thought I thought you were reading it. No, with no, no. Me. I'm I, so I, sorry. I've been what I've been like thinking. Mm, when did this come out? I remember watching <laughs> it. Yeah, that's why you didn't. That's why you didn't notice when I put that actor's name up earlier as well, is it? No, sorry, no, no, sorry. Well, why you, I don't know why you're apologising. I wasn't screen sharing. That's but okay. anyway, you're here now. 1979 Moonraker. I've got to say, it's a C. It's one of those films where I felt it was rushed. It seemed. What? Why do you think it's rushed? I don't know. Like the first sequence in the film. Because I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a great film either. But I don't know if I think it's because it's rushed. I, I just think the first sequence of the film gives you a really bad taste. Where he, he jumps off the plane, and with those bad guys, he's, and then out of nowhere, Jaws just comes out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, what? And they, like, I don't know. It's just for me, the whole thing just again, it was the same old stuff where some rich bloke is. So basically, he's developing some sort of technology and the shuttle that was going to arrive to was it the Americans or yeah the Americans or the or England and for some reason he steals his own shuttle because he couldn't wait 
because there was something prevent. Basically, one of he so he creates space shuttles, and he'd sold one uh, to the Americans. The Americans were loaning it to the British, but we learn later on in the film that one of his own was damaged or exploded or something like that. He couldn't wait for his to be built, so he stole one that he had sold to the Americans. Jaws is here because everyone loved him in the previous film. And I hated him in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I have I have sort of heard that. It's like they they leaned into him too heavily and turned his character too much. Like the fact that he fell in love with that, that girl who came in and she's like not very pretty but not necessarily in a nice way um, or a positive way or something like that. It's it's all played for humour as opposed to I think they just went they they just went I think they saw Star Wars when did this come out? Seventy nine? They must have saw Star Wars and thought, Oh, we we gotta get James Bond out of space. No, well this is this is a this is like this is an original story. Um sorry, this is an this is a novel, um and it is very similar to the book, actually. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know that. Um I was just thinking, oh, they must have saw Star Wars was a big There's a hit. lot of differences, obviously, between the book and the film, but the the vague premise is, is actually quite this is one of this is one of the few films I think that's quite similar to the book. But I uh, I do think unlike On Her Majesty's Secret Service, I do think this is a better film, but that's because I just think it's a slightly better film. Well it's not it's not as good as uh, um The Spy Who Loved Me. The, the like this is like a sequel because you got Jaws and the Russian guy coming back again, I think. Uh, yeah, the Russian guy. For me, it's just no. It's just. So, what? Where would you put this then? Is a D? C, C. I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't say it's terrible. Like I wouldn't say it's as bad as the Man with the Golden Gun. Like I, I, I could watch it again, but yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, I, I forgot which film you wanted in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, and there's a scene in which he goes in. He's in like um. He's in Italy, Venice. And it was just awful. It, oh, the chase scene! It was awful, with the um, with the motorized um, gondola, gondola. I thought that was really no. It, it, like there was so much like the guy he, slapstick. Yeah, he was drinking his bottle, and then he looks at the bottle. And he's like, "Whoa, I must be drunk." <laughs> and you're like, "No." What in Russian? Yeah, in the Russian accent, of course. You know, you know how it is. But um, there was other silly stuff like people falling over and. Just people like looking at the newspaper, like, and then they put down the newspaper, and then they, and then they see James Bond, and then they put the newspaper back up. It just, yeah, there was too many, too many jokes and gaffes, and it just doesn't fall. So, do you not like humor in a James Bond film, or was it too many? Or did it tip? It's not humor though. For me, that was not humor. Like, I consider James Bond humor. When someone like Dan, you have the Daniel Craig film series where he makes smarty remarks back to the villain. That's, that's not humor though. That's just well, like take um take okay. Look, I know we're going a bit. I'm going a bit far off, but um, Casino Royale where Daniel Craig is strapped to James Bond is strapped to a, a chair, and then the guy is um, hit him with a rope, and he starts laughing, and then as they always when you just start laughing. For me, that's that's the comedy comedy element in James Bond. But when you got silly stuff where People but I don't. It, I don't think that scene. I don't think that scene is comedy though. Like, um, not, it is though. But, and I'm not saying it's not comedy because it's a torture scene. Like, so what? So, so when the, when the, the character when the character is laughing and he starts saying stuff and he and he's peeing off the villain, that's when you you know when to laugh. But when you have uh someone who 
drinks a bottle of wine and then looks at the bottle and he's like, oh, you know, it, it, it's not funny at all. And it, there are the, even further on in the film series of Roger Moore, there are occasions where it gets a bit silly. Yeah, but this one, it, it, for me, it just got really. Oh sure, really you know, stupid. but that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like almost like the the scale of the humor is 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 completely different. So like the Dan, that bit, that particular bit you're talking about in Daniel Craig's uh, in, in Casino Royale, and he's like, oh, I, he's laughing, and he's like, I, I don't think someone laughing makes it humorous. But what I mean is, so the line is, oh, I just want everyone to know you died scratching my balls. Yes, I don't. Like yes, that's a James Bond witty comeback. I find it witty, but I don't necessarily find that humorous. In the same well, way, that's why I disagree. That's why no, I think it's, like it's 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 a very subtle. If you're gonna call it subtle, it's the most simplest of humor. You know, it's like the lowest of humor. Yeah, and of... that's what I expect. I don't expect what in this film, particularly where you just see so much. It was like an. You ever seen um like airplane the movie or? It's not quite that bad. It's nowhere near that bad. It it was getting there for me. It, it was getting like, oh, what are they doing? Like, were, yeah, because there was I, there was a person on a bike. There was a person on the bike, and he's like, he's going around, and he falls off the bike and stuff like that. It's like, oh, like this and that, silly stuff like that. People crashing into stuff, and you're just like, Ugh. but yeah, for me, too too much slapstick humor. That's not to say there's not other slapstick humor in the later f- films than Roger Mill. But this, for me, this one just got on my nerves. What do you think about the whole space thing, anyway? Uh, was really, when they started shooting the lasers in space, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I know it's, I know, I know it's a fiction, of course, but you, you kind of expect some elements of realism, and that's where I just think it falls. Like in 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 particular, yeah, the, but lasers and realism doesn't kind of on film because but a gun does you know me yeah i mean like a gun on 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 the earth planet shooting someone for me yeah for, i didn't know it was based off that an actual book that ian fleming wrote so i i kind of was assuming oh this is all based off like star wars so i can't say it's bad because of you know if it's from the book then moon moonraker, moonraker as a novel is about space shuttle um and i think it probably I, I think it is largely similar, but I think you are probably right that they have seen Star Wars and want to recreate it. Like you can see, you can have a story, and then when you come to writing your, your film script, you can adjust it and bring in those elements. Because obviously, none of the slapstick is in the James Bond novels, and that's a little bit as well. While like, when we're talking about the when when I was saying about the Daniel Craig wittiness, like that that sort of line you might read in the book, you wouldn't see um, a gondola. Going across the square in Vienna. But that wasn't that wasn't that was fine. That wasn't funny. That that was that was perfectly fine to be in in that scene. It was just the other stuff where people. Wait, were... you thought the, the the gondola on wheels going across the um going through the square <laughs> is fine, but someone falling off a bike isn't. Or when you put it like that. Do you know the scene? I, okay. You, you know the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Of I mean. course, I know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yes, I I did see the film. Yes, it's like a ru- rubber. It looks like a a float. Yeah, yeah. I and he's got that. That um, it's <laughs> that that white and that white stuff underneath, uh, red and white frilly stuff underneath. The thing is, to hide the wheels. That's, that's so funny as well because it goes so slow, and you're like, these guys are, can't catch up either behind them because the the guys are. Well, they were on to... a boat, weren't they? At that point, the only people who were chasing him at that point were on a boat, and they, they were. They could literally just get out, the, get out the boat, and ch- run after it. It was so slow. Well, they probably weren't expecting him to um 
go on land. Oh, it, this might be a Q gondola as well because it had gadget. It did have like the gadgets were canon. It wasn't just James Bond managed to get it over the thing. So I'm guessing that's supposed to be like a hover boat. But yeah, it's, so for you, it's you enjoyed it. So you're probably thinking a B, but for me, it's a C. Is he willing to compromise? Yeah. How many more A's are we going to have? It's only, it's only because that B is getting quite long. Um, the next one is an A for me. For your eyes, for your eyes only is an A. Let's have a look. That is an A. A tech. Oh yes, this is yes, this is the one with the um, the boat that goes down. It gets hit um, in the ocean. Starts off as a fishing vessel. Is that is that what happens? I thought it's yeah uh, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the the lady's husband, um, husband dad parents parents die. Yeah. So this is this is where I think it goes back into a bit more reality, like going back to like the old Sean Connery kind of like um, what are you looking for? You need to get pictures, not shopping. Yeah, I was trying to get a picture of that opening scene really, but that's not coming up with anything. Yeah, you're going shopping, that's why. Oh, do you know what? I there's something wrong with my Google, um, on my iPad. Um, on my iPad, it always defaults to images, and on here, it always defaults to shopping. I have no idea why. There you are. That's it. So they're on this boat. The opening scene is um, an um, a navy officer. He's smoking, throws his cigarette off. Oh cigarette yes, into you're the right. Scene, yeah, yeah. See and goes in, um, goes through the locked door, and then handcuffs himself to the new thing to relieve the other person at the post, and then. There's that guy there, that suit. Oh, or I think this is another film. Yes, I've just seen that guy. He's in the Russian guy's in this as well, by the way. Which Russian guy? The Russian guy. Oh, the it? cold. Yes, yeah, yeah. But there's also. Or am I thinking? I might be thinking of a different film at this point. So they're after this technology. So the Russians are after it, and the um, Secret Service James Bond is after this. Um, yeah. They're trying to recover their um, ATA ATAC. ATAC. Yeah. Not Star Wars. They <laughs> yeah. call it ATAC. Fair enough. Yeah, I I enjoyed this because the Bond girl, I kind of... She was very good looking, wasn't she? The uh, daughter. I have a look. She was um, very be- very beautiful. And... Carol Burkett? Yes, she was very beautiful in this film. Well, she was a French actress and fashion model, so that would make sense. There you go. She was very good in the film. Two kind of reality, more grittiness... I enjoyed the sequence in which they get tied together and then the speedboat on the rope. That's quite so, good. So that is originally from Live and Let Die. Ah, so that's right. one of the scenes that they lifted from the novels and put into a different film. Pretty sure it's from Live and Let Die. It was quite good. I enjoyed it. And the um, sequence at the end, like, that's the thing. Like, we were talking about, you just said, oh, why why James Bond film? What do you expect from a James Bond film? The villain always wants the world to be destroyed. In this film, you don't get that. You get someone who's... Well, this is similar to um, From Russia With Love. It's one Cold War side trying to get the communication machine of the other. It's basically From Russia With Love, but in reverse, almost, with a completely different plot for James Bond. So, for me, it, it stands as an A. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I like I like this one as well. I don't I didn't I blah. I didn't like it the first time I watched it, but when I rewatched it again, I liked it a lot more. Yeah, I watched it many years ago on TV. Watching it recently is uh, like watch like There were some moments co- of th- thriller in this as well. The the underwater scenes with the um 
the gu- when they had that guy in a big diving suit. So when they re- when they actually go to the ship and they recover the ATAC machine, and then they're chased by that guy, and he's got like those clippers. He's trying to like cut their um, air tanks and everything. So that it's not quite not horror, but it's a bit thriller esque. I think that was a good amount of it. I I enjoy the fact that he's in that small little car and he's like driving around. Uh, what is it, Greece or Italy somewhere? The little two CB. Yeah, and then I think she was driving at first, and uh, he's like, she started driving, and then he took over when they. I think and he's she, like, when she yeah. rolled it down. The, but then, down and then, there. but then in the end, it's like um, she actually needed his. He needed her help it because uh, she she put it in like reverse, and he put his foot down. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those weird cars. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, this is one of those films where uh, it's got that terrible sped-up car footage because a TCV, oh, yeah. a two yeah. CP, does not go that fast. Yeah, not in reverse, especially. Good film all round. I would definitely enjoyed it. And for me, it's it is the best Roger Moore film. So um, the next one. So at this point, right? At this point, no, uh, oh, slow down. Gee, what are you doing? You just put. I thought we moved on to Octopussy. Oh, gee, that was very quick. Putting in D. Okay, that, give me a sec. Before we <laughs> before we go, before we go to Octopussy, I was looking up um I was looking up Timothy Dalton and uh, Piers Brosnan, and I'm just uh, reading up some of the the notes about them. And apparently, for for your eyes only, they were they were approached. So Timothy Dalton was approached to replace uh, Roger Moore and and also Piers Brosnan. Timothy Dalton thought I didn't know about too... Piers Bo- Pri- Brosnan. Didn't know about Piers, Piers Brosnan. Yeah, he, apparently he must have been he like was... twenty at this point. But... Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think both of them said they were too young for the for the. But part. then, by the time Timothy Dalton did his Bond films, he was almost too old. Yeah, sort of. He was. He was a bit more because that's the thing. Like, do you think like Roger Moore? Because there's kind of like this big thing about Roger Moore being too old. Too old to play. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I've seen he was on that late night TV show, wasn't he? Or was it with? Was it no? It wasn't. It was a. It was a, an English one. Maybe it was. Um. I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I I think I've seen that interview. Uh, Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan, that's the one. Yeah. Terry, yeah. He, on, he, he Wogan. Yeah, yeah yeah. And he's like, this was a uh, nineteen eighty three, and he was interviewing for a view to a kill, and he's like asking him, he's like, do you still you know do the thing, you know, especially in the bed sequences? <laughs> he's like, well, yes, of course. No stunt doubles required for that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it was... Anyway, we're going, I think we're going too far ahead, but at this point, like, for, for me, maybe for your eyes only, I'm not sure should be his last film, because I actually enjoyed Octopussy. For me, I would probably give Octopussy hmm, either a B or a C. I, didn't, I don't say it's a good film, like, amazing film, like S or A, but the one thing I really enjoyed about I I enjoyed the 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 start sequence where he's on a he's on a, like a jet isn't he he's like on a space you know like Top Gun jet thing and he's like evading missiles and the missile goes through the hangar and then the ha- that missile blows up the, ha- the entire hangar for the for it for its time it was quite good special effects um and I actually I'm skipping right to the end but when he has to disarm the bomb I thought I was I thought I I really enjoyed the sequence leading up to him trying to disarm the bomb. I know it might be seem a bit cam- That was the like bit cringy. I didn't like, really. I, I really enjoy it because when you're ever put in that situation where you've got really something really important to tell someone, but because that person is behind some sort of wall where you can't get to them and, and you're trying to get out that there's a, a really big threat coming and you need to, we need to do something about it and he's really struggling and he's, he's, he breaks into the um, Air Force base... And he has to dress up as a clown to get into the 
the carnival to disarm it. I I still feel that was quite. James Bond as a as a clown broke it for me. Really, no, I can see what you mean. But if you're gonna, if you're, if you, if you're really desperate, you'll do anything to get I in. I suppose, there. but yeah, it just broke it for me. That's all. Um, I don't, I don't think it's a D. I don't think, I, d- I don't think it's a D. Um, the thing that broke it for me was the actual the end end sequence where. But Tommy, this is a world nuclear ending story. Like I thought, you didn't like those. <laughs> it's not though. Well, Europe. It's not. No, it's not. No, the whole point was he was going to blow up the airbase so that because they couldn't, they wouldn't. The whole point was because they couldn't track where the uh, the missile came from. So then that would entice the NATO to disarm their nuclear weapons because they would think it would, the the, uh, the bomb went off by accident. So oh, he's not. He's no, not trying no, to. He's no, not. No, no, it's he, not. It's not that at all. He, that's not, what he no. said. No, because remember there were there's two Soviet guys. There's the good Soviet guy and the crazy Soviet guy. That's and the it, crazy Soviet guy. That's what he was trying to do. That's he. He was trying to only destroy that base. So then it would just so basically. That then, so that, that so that the the West were weaker and that yes. they could then march through and yes. take over the West. Yeah. But in terms of actually, I'm saying as a story plot, like instead of saying, "Oh, I'm going to do this to destroy the whole world." At least there was actually a, a plot. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, the guy wanted to destroy the world, but he he had a, another plan beforehand to do it. Like, he he was saying, okay, I'm going to destroy this base, so then NATO will be more. Oh, okay. I think I get. I think I understand you now. So you don't like um, just just the so the, you know, you know, the remark you know, so you of know saying the, I'm going to destroy the world. So you know the meme: draw the rest of the owl. So step one: draw a circle. Step two. Draw the rest of the owl. You not seen that? No. This is the step by step instructions of how to draw an owl. Okay. Draw some circles. <laughs> draw the rest of the. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> so that's the type of James Bond story that you don't like, which is one, take over the world. Step two, take over the fucking world. So you. Nah, it's so not you, that though. It's, no, but it's not though. No, but what you're saying is. You don't like the James Bond stories that are that simple. You like this one where there are... It's a smaller goal in mind because what he wants to do is um, explode the American army base, which will create a weakness that then the Soviet army can go through and then they can do their next step. Okay, I'm sort of starting to understand what you mean now, yes. But the, didn't you didn't you think that was more like instead of let's just destroy the world like yeah okay this makes more sense yeah okay if you destroy that then yeah then they're gonna be powerless you know and then they could just march through like you said didn't you think that was an interesting plot and the intensity where he's driving around like a mad oh, man chasing in the after car, the train and he, he he breaks through the yeah that as well yeah on the train sequence it was all I thought it was all well done like Roger Moore you know he he did look quite old and you know but he still for me at I, I I was really pumped up and like when he was running around like a headless chicken trying to get people out off his back because he trying to get he's trying to defuse the bomb like get in there to defuse the bomb i i really enjoyed it the only sequence i ha- really hated was the, the same old sequence where having you get in um goldfinger where they end up in a plane and they're fighting on a plane and the bad guy crashes the plane into a uh, some rocks I, you know it's the same old cliche kind of stuff and they're fine on a, on a plane and uh, yeah I, I i kind of thought it was quite interesting and i like that kind of auction the auction the house when he's the bidding bab- for the um, egg. the the egg where i thought it, yeah and it, it's like because if i was with him and it's because he's like bidding he keeps bidding the other guy keeps bidding 
But then maybe he, you're not really sure if the guy is actually bidding for this thing for a, for an evil reason or not. Maybe he just really wants it. You don't know. <laughs> I suppose you'd be like, where do you get the impression that he really wants Like, yeah, he really wants it. Because all art is a front. And it's a great way for the KGB to make money to be able to afford to do their their mission. I do I do think actually thinking about like that bit in particular, this really shows who do you think is the most suave James Bond? Because I'm starting to think it might be Roger Moore. Well, I was talking about like smartness and charm. Yeah. So far, I'm I'm only up to the Roger Moore films. I would, yeah, at the minute, yeah, I would say Roger Moore. Nothing on Sean Connery. I I think Sean Connery probably did slightly better than Roger Moore in the fight scenes. And I think that's actually... Yeah, that's one. Roger Moore didn't do... He had stunt doubles for everything, didn't he? So they probably lent more on things like this, where he used his wits and his face, really. I think Roger Moore has a very smart face or his 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 acting in those in those moments is very good like um there's a couple of scenes where he walks in and he's like he's an expert in like he's talking about the the vintage the the vintage year of a sherry and then m is like what are you talking about bond there's no vintage on sherry and he's like well no but there is on the wine that the sherry is based on and he's like he knows everything about everything like this is a very clever james bond yes every like like every film, like they bring him in, like M and the Prime Minister. I'm like, oh, what do you know about this? He's like, oh, this is blah blah. No, blah, no, no, blah, blah. no, no, no. And you're like, no, he he pretends that he knows nothing, and then suddenly, out of thin air, oh yes, yeah, yeah. all this knowledge yeah, just yeah. pours out of him. Like, yeah, yeah. For a second, That's why you I've... think he knows nothing, and he knows everything. <laughs> yeah, he knows. The, it's like he knows the script. Like, oh, I know what to say here. This is. Back in nineteen, and you're like, like he, <laughs> it's good though. Roger yeah. Moore is the information in MI6. Yeah, yeah, it, I I did like that aspect. So, what do you think this is? I've I've moved it from D to a C. Mm, it did have that one of those silly scenes where he does the Tarzan. Oh, what swinging from a rope? Yeah, then he does the. <laughs> was that in the circus, or was that in the chase scene? No, the, in that's the, in, the, in the woods. He's he's he's, he's doing, he does the, the Tarzan yell. Uh, yeah, but at which point? Where where are they oh, in the film? Th- where oh, that must just be- just before the um, because there's two circuses. There's like the Russian circus, isn't there? And then they go to the American embassy. Like it's the same circus. It's just at the two, two different points in the films. One yeah, at the beginning yeah. and one at the obviously the. It's the one. It's one near the. Be- it's one the, near the beginning. He's, I think, and he's like, or oh, maybe it's before that. I think he gets spotted, and he and he's in like the woods, and he starts doing the the Tarzan. You know. I'm going to go back to the age because the next film is quite important about the age of uh, Roger Moore. But I remember a scene in um, For Your Eyes Only. There's a young lady who's a skater and she... Oh, the... Yeah, <laughs> the blonde girl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She looks really young. She, um, she was like 20 or something. Maybe she was she looked, younger. She was really young. But um, I, w- I watched it as a kid many years ago, this, uh, For Your Eyes Only. And even I was thinking that, that even as a kid, I'm like, there's no way they're gonna allow you know this bloke get in bed with this. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like, but thankfully he he doesn't. It's like put your clothes on. What you know? What do you think you're doing? <laughs> and she's like, I'm not a virgin. I'm like, oh, oh, what the? But yeah, 1967, 1978. She was like literally 19. Yeah, she yeah. was 19 at the time. And he was like, must have been like his Roger 50s. Moore. He was, he was like 50 something. 
Um, he was born in twenty seven. Yeah, he was. I was like fifty something. Yeah, I do remember there was a there was a comment on that, and he was like, "Yeah, late fifties, and she's like not even 20. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. That's the thing. Like, he didn't do anything in the film because it, it would have been ridiculous. Like, this girl is so young. Like, he says in the film, like, "Put your clothes on. Don't be silly." I don't think such and such would like this. But um, sorry. But going back to so the next one is uh, a view to a kill, and this is where it gets to a point where you like Roger Moore is quite showing his age. I have I've seen this film a few times and I'm only halfway through w- watching it currently but it's still an interesting film to watch so I have to admit yeah I had never seen this film before oh really but I didn't know that I hadn't seen it okay because of the song and I knew know the song quite well have you to work in? I, I always thought that I'd seen the song but ugh. Words. I always thought that I'd seen the film, but I think in my head, and it's it's funny that you mentioned it earlier, and I don't want to bring it up then, but you know you're talking about the 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 driving scene with the two CB. Yes. In my head, I I think I thought that was from this film, and so I thought that I I thought that film was this film. Oh. So I was watching it, and I was like, I don't recognise any of this, and I think literally there's one scene that I saw that I recognised, and that was when Grace Kelly throws one of the people out of the blimp. On 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 the sl- on the stairs, which if you're not that far through the film, I'm sorry for the spoilers, but I do remember it. Yeah, that's literally the only bit I saw, and I thought, ah, oh, I do remember that. But the whole rest of the film, I didn't recognise. Um, I didn't recognise any of the characters apart from the recurring uh, KGB guy. No one, just nothing. Well, I recognised Roger Moore as James Bond, but yeah, that was it. So, what did you think of the storyline? Well, he's developing microchips. And then I remember him... Tr- Very similar to Goldfinger's plot, actually, isn't it? It's the same plot, but different device. Yes, and he wants to destroy Silicon Valley, doesn't he? Yeah, so that everyone has to go to his gold for, you know, for what you want, which for him it's microchips. I kind of I like the sequence at the start of the film with the horses. Because, it, like you said, you have, that, you have the Roger Moore charm again, you know? Yeah, and, this, and that was where it was really like, this is a James Bond film? How have I not seen this bit? And then the guy, the the guy who he had as his um, chauffeur. Oh, he's quite good. I I I like it. Uh, yeah, I liked him. He be, he befriended that horse um, in the, that he kept hiding in the stable with. I was sad when he was killed actually because I um, I couldn't remember, I didn't know who he was. He was like he was a Sir Jeffrey or something or, or another. But um, I, I he was in a horse expert. He's like this horse, and he he he, he was quite funny because then he became like uh, James Bond's little man. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Putting it nicely. The the problem I have, like one of the scenes is, um, James Bond he's gone out to like, um, so basically they're, they're still in this ho- in in the uh, mansion where the horses are and stuff, and he goes out to like this warehouse and he finds some sort of like laboratory. Yeah, the laboratory, and he's trying to find out how the horse won. And he finds out how the horse won by injecting some sort of serum, and it's you can activate it by trigger and all this nonsense and then um but then they find that someone's been in the warehouse and then they activate like the the uh, security and all the doors start shutting the bridge starts coming up and he manages to get back in but he can't get back to his room so instead of getting back into his room because the um uh i come in the the bag christopher walken the bad guy and the uh, lady like oh he's not in his room but then she finds him in her room and i'm like i'm like man he just he just he looks like an old bloke <laughs> he just look he just doesn't look right like it doesn't seem right like he's like oh hello i've been waiting for you for some time <laughs> like, if that was like, what the fuck are you doing like uh the lady 
Gracie James. Yeah, yeah, that scene. It just seems a bit... Ugh. Oh, gravity's not kind to him in that picture either. He does look old. It didn't, It still doesn't make too much of a difference. Like, he looks old, yes. But he still does the charm so well. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, like, he wasn't young in the first film he did, and he doesn't look that much older. Well, compared, the thing is, if you watch Octopussy and then you watch this film, it does. He does look a little bit older for some reason. Like he, he, it does show a little bit his his age. It's only, it's only two years between them. It is a two years, but it does, especially for your eyes only. The one scene I did really enjoy in the film, well, I remember, I haven't got to the scene yet, but I really remember. Is when they, I think they're in like uh, Los Angeles. They're they're in America. San Francisco. San Francisco, and the building gets set on fire. I really enjoyed that scene. And then he's driving around in the car in the fire truck when they're escaping. Yes, that's the one. Sorry, because no one believes you when you say you're a secret service agent. You know. Yes, I I remember. But the things that let it down is, I think, like even Roger Moore says. I think he says in an interview where you got the villain is shooting. He gets like a machine gun and starts shooting at all the people, like innocent people, and going crazy. And then they're on like the, the um, is it the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, when they're fighting, they're fighting on top of a, at the very top. Yeah, obviously it's like you can, it's like stunt double. Up. But I, I still enjoyed it. Like it's still a good James Bond film. I, I would say it's the same as Octopussy. Like these, I want like people really think it's like the worst, the worst film out of the series. It has, you know, it, it has some like that. That scene in San Francisco, you know, if it, if that wasn't there, then yeah, maybe it's one of like probably the worst ones. But for that, for me, like the the fire, and then he's on the like you said the fire truck, and uh, the the charm he has in the horse doing sequences, and they're talking about horses and stuff like that. He kind of fits in quite well. Yeah, it's rich psychopath wanting to make more money, really, as opposed to wanting to kill everyone. Yeah. To be honest, it is the same generic plot from the previous ones. That's just recycled, and it's just a different little bit of a different spin. Well, instead you, of I'm just golden. reading this at the end. Um, so that's his name, General Google. Google is the the good Soviet guy. You know, the, the older one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he in it? Yeah, he's in this one as well. It's General Google. Google. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say it some different ways. I'm just gonna edit it in every time I say it. General Google. Wishes to award Bond the Order of Lenin. Can you imagine um, James Bond receiving a Russian award? Do you think that fits? Do you think Do you think James Bond would be accepting of that, or too proud, or I think James Bond would be too busy with a woman. <laughs> you know, that's 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 that's. A, I gotta say quickly, quickly. I gotta say about the the ski sequence at the start of the film. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they had the Beach Boys music on. We had the Beach Boys music. That was terrible. Just awful. So this is the actually yeah. Looking at the plot for this, this is the one that I remember because he finds the chip on the body of the other double O. So that's the ski one that I can remember. But I do remember that he had two of them. Well, this is the worst one. The not worst one, in my opinion. Yeah, I also think the amount of films that end with Q. Watch, you know, voyeuring on James Bond <laughs> yeah. having sex with a woman. Yeah. Surely he should know to just not do that by now. Like, every single film. I think, well, they don't do it anymore. I think it was with Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan mostly um, that there was a, a robotic camera or a telephone called, or um, one of them, there was that thermal camera. And you can see there's two bodies fondling um, each other. But I 
can't remember which film that's at the end of, but I do remember that one. So where are we going to put this one? It's probably it's not it's not as good as Octopussy in my opinion. So it's got to be. So you think it's a, a D? C. No, I wouldn't say Wait. it's a. We put Octopussy it... as a C. I'll put Octopussy uh, as a C. <laughs> <laughs> You're not liking my placements. No, 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 that's the thing. Like you can't. It's hard because you wouldn't say like compared to these other films. Like that's what I'm saying. Is like, I don't. Yeah, I would have to give it as a D. You think it's a D? You're gonna have to because it's not as good, is it? They're just not. This film is not as Do good you as think those. It, you think this is worse than On Her Majesty's Secret Service? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yes. All right. Okay. Oh, also, actually, while while we're mentioning On Her Majesty's Secret Service, I've done a little bit more research, and yeah, there was so much when we were talking about how much of it was dubbed. Yeah, I mentioned that, didn't I? I I know you mentioned it, and I and I kind of just sort of like said, oh, that is kind of normal for films, but apparently it wasn't done very well, and actually, even his very first line, well, that didn't happen to the other fella, that was dubbed as well. But also, I praised him. George Lazenby for his very brilliant acting when he was in character as um, the uh, family history guy. All of that was dubbed and in fact uh, I think like they said it was dubbed by someone else. Yeah, so it was a different actor, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't even George Lazenby acting at that point at all. So no. I guess everything that I said you could just ignore in the last <laughs> podcast. So. I, did, I, did, I did have a feeling because there was that documentary um that he did definitely watch that because he did say like most of my lines got dubbed but yeah, was... I, I know adr <laughs> probably didn't exist as adr back then you know because technology is it's not that easy and it's not easy to do now but adr is quite normal but dubbing i didn't think it was egregious as it was if that makes sense i just i think my brain just put it down to this is an old film so it just sound it does sound a bit funny yeah apparently it was quite bad right any closing comments I think we are in agreement that For Your Eyes Only is probably the best Roger Moore film. And then for me, it would be The Spy Who Loved Me. And then I would probably watch Octopussy over the rest of them. Like, maybe. like The one that we would put in D and then compromise no, and put in the C. No, the thing, I, I really enjoyed that sequence with the bomb. Even if he looks like... He does look old in that one, too, and he looks kind of funny, like, the way he's you got can't, the... Um... You can't tell in that scene because he's got face paint on. <laughs> no, before that, he's got, like, the um, um, circus... Like, he had the, um, like, a red shirt. The twin outfit. The knife throwing. Yes, yeah, yeah. They kind of look weird. Didn't like that one, either. No. no I, I think I like that one less than the clown, and I, I thought the clown was terrible. I don't think the story was bad. It's just... Yeah, it was just the whole... I know he was, like, sneaking in and everything. I, it just... You know, you don't like James Bond crying. I don't like James Bond in a clown outfit. You know, we've, we've all got our things. Thank you for listening to this episode of North vs. South. Please feel free to like and subscribe on YouTube and comment below or review us in your podcast app of choice. Thank you very much.